I'm so excited. What are you excited for? Well, I just can't hide it. Oh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm about to lose control. You're hiding it pretty well honest. so far. Oh, okay. You know what? I like it. Oh, dear. I like it. I like it. I like it too. How's everyone feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been listening to, like, 80s music uh, all day. Good after that. Good after that. Yeah. How, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm... Yeah. I'm nervous as shit. As I always am at the beginning of these things. Yeah, yeah, first first part of the new book, you know? Exactly! Like, this beginning of book two, and last time we recorded, like, the beginning of a book, which was, you know, the very first episode we did. First ep, yeah. 43-ish weeks ago. Can you believe it? Wild. Yeah, I was nervous as shit. It was, like, the first proper time starting this thing. I wanted to have a really good beginning, and I was really proud of it. And now I've come back to this, and it's like, I've got to try and at least do as good as if not better <laughs> and so it's just been I, I've like for instance like, I, I wrote stuff and I was like yeah it sounds really good rewrote it the next day I was like what was I thinking delete it all retry it again <laughs> go back to it I'm like this sounds great I really like this intro I read it literally like two days ago and went nah we have to start again and I'm like start oh. again. I'm like, throw it all out again yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I've got it there but yes no I'm glad you're all feeling good I'm glad that we're here doing book two I'm very excited. It's it's uh glad we got to get uh Tim on the pod. Yeah, last week. The other week as well. Yeah, it was like the first yeah, official time good. you guys all met, and all we had all of us together in a room. That was good. Yeah, room. Uh, well, I mean, in a chat, a chat room. Yeah, yeah, a chat room. yeah, that works. And yeah, it was it was nice to see you all all at once and have everyone together. It was yeah, it was really good fun, and it's it's always nice to hear Tim's opinion because like. He is outside yeah. of the realm of actually adventuring, actually being in the game, actually having a committed character in the story, and just hearing his opinions of everything that's going on. Because I talk to people here and there on the social media, Savage Bear Podcast uh, at gmail.com, and uh, you can find us at Savage Bear Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you have any messages or queries, you can message us there. And But actually having someone sit there and understand it all and following along with the story as much as he does get annoyed with our sounds of coughs and crisps and chips and all that <laughs> and our excessive burping Sorry, Tim. and typing on the computers which he minimizes as much as possible it, it was really really nice in my in, in, like for me uh, to hear like all the stuff he was saying to make sure that we're creating an awesome story which i think we are we are creating a fantastic story it's a little bit dark as well as well it's not something i expected with the circus yeah it gets there but if you if you were listening to us now you most likely would have heard that episode and if you haven't go back and listen to it i it was a really good chat i'm really excited to listen to it back and hear opinions i've got to wait for tonight to hear it i'm very excited but uh but yeah how are you guys all feeling you ready for book two? Oh yeah i want to see what the uh the result of this little encounter is i am too uh well i'm excited without further ado shall we start book two Tim, add, add in folly effect of a book being opened and pages being flicked. That's what I need right now. <laughs> I like that idea. We see a lush landscape. Thick trees stand several hundred feet tall. They're tangled, matted together to make a thick canopy of shade from six hot suns that are burning in the sky. Beneath the leaves, we feel a fertile humidity hang over every branch vine and leaf that interconnects with its neighbours in a cramped, dense environment. We hear the core of exotic birds, creatures, and even the chorus of primates singing out to each other. The ground is dark and rich. Every inch is swallowed by ever-growing life. 
A few plants lay dead on the ground, having not survived the weight of the fallen trees, themselves who have cracked under the strain of the weight of the branches above. Emerald green sprouts nestle themselves out of every broken crevice and crack. A lone feathered reptile plods along the ground floor, four thick legs sinking deep into the soil. Ten feet long head to tail, five feet tall snapping at the growth sprouting out of the ground, raising its head occasionally to look around whilst absentmindedly chewing, its nostrils flaring to keep up taking in the humid air. We hear a deep low honk through the thick trees, bouncing off tree trunks left, right and centre. The creature's head turns around, looking for the culprit, but its vision is blocked. All it sees is a dense sea of green. Sitting up on its sturdy hind legs, neck extending slowly, it draws in a deep into its lungs and replies with its own honk. The sound brews from inside its duck bill, but erupts out of a skeletal horn protruding from the back of its head. It waits a few moments, listening out between the cicadas and birds singing in the trees above. Another distant honk seeps through the trees to the east. With a curious grunt, the creature lowers itself back down to the ground and sets back on its course. Pushing aside small bushes, trampling over low-growing saplings, the creature makes its way forward. Every now and again, it stops, sits on its hind legs, and gives out another honk, anxiously waiting for a reply. As the distant honks become clearer with every call, the feathered creature corrects its direction through the undergrowth, occasionally pausing to chew at the brush. As it travels further, the sound of the jungle slowly gets filled and then overtaken with the sound of rushing water. Undisturbed by this, it continues forwards, still looking for the source of the call. The forest's density fades away. The sound of water has completely filled the air. A shallow pool of water is revealed. A waterfall fills this pool with chaos. Semi-submerged rocks break the fall of the water, rushing down the side of the rock face, causing a loud roar of slaps and claps, the sound almost deafening the reptile. It looks around curiously, almost puzzled. It sits up once again and gives out a honk. A reply barely breaks through the sound. The creature once again grunts with satisfaction and makes its way forward into the glare and warmth of the suns, away from the cool of the shade beneath the trees. Making its way down to the water's edge, the cold mist bouncing off the surface into and up onto its face. It relaxes the feathered reptile. Bending down towards the surface, watching a small fish swim away from its shadow, it opens its mouth and starts lapping at the water. Splash! The reptile scatters backwards, causing water to expel out of the pool up onto the riverbed. Large ripples within the pool glide out from a point of impact. The reptile narrows its eyes, snorting and choking, trying to make in any new shapes or smells. Looking up, blinded by the suns in the sky, unable to see past them up the rock face, it then looks down, blinking towards the water and across to the other side of the river, into the tree line. Suddenly, its head twitches at the sounds of leaves and thickets being brushed aside. Something is moving behind it, whipping around its eyes, darting from tree to tree nervously. It sits up on its hind legs, trying to take in the forest and draws in a deep breath and honks. No reply. Nervously, it takes in a deeper breath. Honk. As the call escapes away, the sound of splashing water from behind breaks its attention. It pivots its body to look, but cannot see anything. Still, no reply. It draws in a breath for another honk, but it spots something, and slowly lets out its breath, focusing on the shape. Yellow eyes, a hideous jagged smile, bright striped patterned skin reflecting the colours of the forest. 
a frilled neck traveling down an eel-like neck. Tied around its hip, a small dagger. However, there is also a skull with a familiar horn and duckbill. The reptile descends to the ground and gives out an aggressive snort. It drags its foot along the ground and bows its head. The Zulgaf snarls. He calls out to the forest. Javelins and spears fly through the air towards the reptile. Feeling the stone pierce its skin, it gives out a cry and stumbles, trying its best to stay upright. It charges forwards towards the forest, trying to make a break through the trees, but its legs give away, sending it sliding across the bank of the pool. The Zulgaths screech in unison and dart forwards out of their hiding places, in and out of around the trees. They clamber on the back of the reptile, easily dodging its attempts to bat them away with its legs and tail. Archaic stone daggers plunging into the abdomen, stabbing and slashing into the feathered reptile's flesh, its cries going unnoticed but not ignored, its aggressors uncaring. The creature, slowly losing all of its strength, unable to stop the assailants, falls silence, only barely able to draw in small, shallow breaths. The air fills with the cries of victory from the Zulgaths. They clamber around the weak, defeated prey. The Zorgath leader wanders forwards and crouches down next to the head of the creature. The skull on his hip smacks against the dirt floor and starts to examine the feathered reptile, picking up its head, rotating it in his hands and running a finger down the length of the horn. The creature gives out a weak grunt from its nose, sending blood and spittle into the hands of the Zorgath. It snarls, wipes his hand on the creature's cheek, hand to hip, and pulls out a stone dagger. He lifts up the head of the creature and looks it in the eye. Cool if kanabak akrad, and places the dagger under the creature's throat. Suddenly, the others all guts start shouting and calling, panic in their tone. The leader drops the head of the struggling reptile and looks up at the ruckus. They redirect their shouting at him and are pointing towards the sky. He turns, looks, trying to shield the light from his eyes. The sky is ablaze with the light of six suns. However, another, smaller light has appeared in the sky above. It travels across the sky towards the others. It floats gently, clearly with purpose, almost as if it's observing the suns floating next to each other high above. Then suddenly, one of the suns starts to move, sliding forward and darts towards this new light, then disappears. The Zorgats fill the air with piercing noises as they exclaim in shock and awe. The leader calls to them, demanding order, restraint, but the light that is engulfing them dims. Two more of the suns are absorbed into this new light. Stunned, the Zorgaths stand like statues, mouths agape. The shade of the canopy casts from the trees is now moving closer and closer towards them, swallowing them up in the light. The forest goes quiet all of a sudden, as if the whole environment around them comes to a standstill, all watching in fear. The light once again dims further as two more of the suns get absorbed into the new light. The same fate as the others. The Zulgats are confused and scared. Out of this fright, they furiously start shouting at each other, calling out in ever-growing darkness. Some of them even start to shiver and are looking down at their shaking bodies, experiencing the sensation of cold for the first time. The new light rotates around the last sun, shadows dancing around and changing across the landscape as it moves, but not before it flies off into the sky above. Except, it's not a sky. Behind the light of the only sun left, the Zorgats now see beyond. Thick, black stalactites protrude from the black cave wall that surrounds the whole forest. The new light vanishes, leaving the cave with just a single sun that's slowly drifting, hovering in the center of this caves, with a light barely landing on the forest below. This same light flickers for a second.
Cut to black. The light comes back on the scene where we left Kale, holding his weight against the countertop. Cole, standing at the entrance of his tent, surrounded by broken crockery and glass. The only words that he can muster out of his throat are, The fire. Kale, what do you do? Who who are the, the only words they can mutter? The fire. Oh, Kale's being forced to mutter that. No, no, no. Cole. Oh, Cole is. It can only get that those words out of his mouth. He's standing there shaking, terrified. He saw the creature that was in front of you, had you in its grasp. He locked eyes with this creature, and the only thing he could mutter after it disappeared was the fire. Um, Kale just goes into a rage. He storms through the door, pushes past Cole and Yuri, and just starts shooting fire into the sky, just... Hoping to hit something. Uh, uh, Kale, 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 what's going on? Don't fucking, something, fucking demon or something. Just continue throwing fire Uh, into the sky. More, more demons. Are you saying there's more demons? There was a fucking winging demon in the tent, Yuri. Uh, and you're alive. You killed it. Well done. (laughs) No, it's fucking disappeared somewhere. I don't know what it, it muttered its entire evil plan out loud to me conveniently and then disappeared. Wait, didn't I see Emily walk into that tent? No, th- that's the thing. It, it was Emily. Yuri. Emily was a demon. She wasn't a human. De- she a was demon a demon. Was, a demon killed Emily. Wait, wait no. Start, start again. G- I don't g- think Emily ever existed, Yuri. We rescued a demon out of a box. Yes. That's very convoluted. Javier, I think at this point you would have spotted some of the fire explosions off in the air and the sh- shouting and calling to each other that you hear from only moments ago you walking away, uh, Yuri walking away from you. Um, my first instinct will be that uh, Kale has just been a weirdo and trying something new. <laughs> a couple of the other circus folk are looking around, like kind of looking curiously. A lot of like there's music's been playing. You've got some of the Abertonians there with you drinking, partying. The Dwarven Throwers are already quite heavy into their drinking throughout the day now is now followed into heavy drinking into the night. Yeah, I'll, I'll wander back and see what's up. Not not fast, I'll just wander. As uh, we're having this discussion as well, Uri will kind of look around and like, uh, uh, Kale, um... Did Emily kill Cole? No, Cole's Cole's just there. Oh, he's, oh, oh, there. Oh, didn't see him behind the tent flap. Sorry, Cole, you were right, mate. You you look inside the tent flap and you see Cole just standing there, the mess around him, just standing there, and he is visibly shaking. Come, come here, fella. It's all, it's all good. You didn't get killed or or like or or, or taken advantage or of or, 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 or nothing like that. What, right? Like it's okay. It's just your regular old succubus displaying tricks or something. Cole turns to face you, Yuri. He just looks up at you and it's just like a raspy voice that comes out of his throat. Just The, the, the what, mate? Fire. Sorry, you have to speak up. Do you, do you say the pyre? Uh, the fire? What? what, what? Fire. The, this, yeah. the dream. You're awake, mate. That I had. I, I didn't. I didn't see it before. Before, uh, come, come, yeah. come, 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 sit down, mm. mate. Let, let's. Uriel got him over. He, you kind of like touch him, and he almost flinches, mm. reacting to your touch. Like he, and he just kind of like looks at you and kind of like looks back at you, Kale, and it's like fear burning in it behind his eyes. I'm gonna detect magic. All right, you don't 
sense any magic emanating from coal, but you do you do detect small traces of conjuration magic. As if it's kind of dissipating or Yeah, as if like something was casted and then it's like the fragments or like the last wisp of this magic just kind of settling inside Kale's tent. Mm. Alright. Um can I just gently grab Cole by the shoulders and like uh, usher him to a to a bench or a seat. He at first, like as soon as you touch me, flinches again. It's not as violent or explosive even as last time. It's like it's more of a shudder, and then he he sees who you are and then just accepts it. But he's like rigid, like he is just he's tense. It's, it's, it's all right, Cole, mate. It's your best friend, Uri. It's all right. Yeah, my my best friend. Yeah. And he, he follows you over to, I presume, outside, yeah, just outside the Kale's tent, yeah. tent. There might be like a bench or at least maybe a log that's overturned that can be used to like just sit there, maybe perhaps where he like peels some vegetables. Yeah. And you sit him down and he's just kind of sitting there and he's just, you just see his hand on his leg, like just wobble, just like wobble. And he's just staring at the ground. T- tell us. However, yeah, you come around the corner and you see Yuri with Cole sitting down kale i kale i presume like you're pacing and exploding out like furious or did you did i miss it when you wandered off no he's still yeah he's probably stopped throwing fire now he's kale did did you see something as well like a fire no there was a demon though did you not hear me when i said that uh, about the demon well, it's got him, so, I mean, okay, I guess it would be upsetting, I guess. I don't know, it's fucking cold. I don't know, maybe Mordain snapped at him or something. I don't know. We've yeah. got bigger problems, Yuri. The fucking demon is in league. It's in league with Dusklight, and it told me this crazy master plan to make some sort of bargain with Dusklight or something. I don't know. Here's what we're doing. We're going to Eskadar tomorrow morning. We're going to find Dusklight, and we're going to be header. Maybe ask us some questions first. Yeah. If you want. About like why she's doing deals and whatnot with a, a, a demon and all that. Like, I mean, I understand, like you know, not not liking us because we left her circus and we were like the best parts of the whole thing. And now her circus is shite and whatnot. But like, don't need to go like consorting with demons. Kind of unsavory, you think? Tell us about this fire, Cole. Like, it's okay. Like, it's it's gone now. Like, just can you elaborate a little bit, mate? I. He kind of like looks up a little bit and he looks at you, Havayer, and he says, I, I told Havayer when it happened and then I thought it was just a silly dream. And, but I, I realised now that there was a shape in the fire and that shape was that thing. You, you say you dreamt of this thing before it happened. He like nods his head frantically. When... When did you say you had this dream again, sorry? Just, I, th- I think it was just after you came back from the Hermitage. The Hermitage? Yeah. Interesting. Well, just uh, let us know if, uh, if, if you have another one of them visions or what, uh, dreams. It might mean something. Or maybe a better question, Cole. Have you ever had any dreams of this nature in the past? N- n- no. N- 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 no, my. I mean, I don't dream that often. I just... Sometimes I 
dream and it's it's happy things usually or some sometimes if i mean if i've annoyed um uh, mordane it can be bad dreams but it was it was nothing as i guess odd as the fire you're right that is odd i'm 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 sorry i i, I... don't be sorry my good man just uh yes like yuri said let us know if it happens again uh Perhaps it might be good for you to get a, a drink or two into you tonight. Set all your nerves down a bit, maybe. Okay. And he, he, he goes to stand up and he, he he's a little bit oh, wobbly, but he like he like holds on to you for support and steadily gets to his feet and he's like, yeah. Um, don't. He kind of looks a bit sheepish at this point. Like, don't, don't, don't tell Mordain. Nah, nah, wouldn't dream of it, mate. Let's hope go see if the. Uh, dwarf throwers haven't drunk the whole supply of veil in the in the, the the camp. Yeah, I I don't want her thinking any less of me. No, don't think she would. But yeah, nah, just between us. Uh, Kale, maybe Phil uh, uh, yeah, in on what just happened too. Uh, perhaps we'll see about packing up as fast as we can in the morning. Uh, yeah, we might want to get. Just let suddenly let everyone know that we'll be leaving pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell the professor, and he'll uh, get the word out. Cole starts wandering back to the group, and the camera facing him wandering off goes to the sky, and it lights up into a day. So cool. We see a woodland forest from above, cut in half by a dirt road. A column of carts, wagons and trailers being pulled by a mixture of working animals. As we get closer, the sounds of birds and woodland critters fills the air. A gentle breeze passes through the forest like a, a wave. The view zooms in to the foremost cart. Red and gold embellishments and a big sign hanging off the side, strapped safely by rope. The Circus of Wayward Wonders. We've been on the road now for about seven days, just over a week perhaps like this is the seventh day you guys are all on your respective wagons i presume yuri you're on one with bunny mm -hmm. have i yeah i know that you would most likely be at the back possibly with some of the animals who are moving along in cages mm -hmm. and we see kale about the center he's kind of just sitting there seven days of travel he's kind of gotten a little bit bored he's kind of daydreaming looking off into the forest spotting odd creatures loosely hanging on to a set of reins in his hands suddenly we, see, we hear a loud snap and a grinding thump that breaks the tranquility of the scene. Kale, half in a daze, you wake up. You feel your wagon jolt to the side, almost keeling over. You come to a grinding halt on one side uh, and almost toppling over your wagon to one side. The sound of your horse's stressful neighing trying to break from its reins. You see the forward wagons disappear around the bend into the forest. You... Stick your head over the side of your wagon and you see splintered wood digging deep into the dirt road. Your wheel, about 15 feet away, gently wobbling before collapsing. From behind you, you hear Freya calling out. K Kale, are you are you alright? Kale! What the fuck? You, you see her running over and she runs up next to you and says, like, You hurt? Like looking up at you. She's like, Do you, you hurt? Oh, I'm, I'm okay. She want, and behind, close behind a layer walks over and she kind of looks at down at this broken axle looking down the wheel it's like uh, uh, I'll, I'll go fetch Yuri see if we can get some of the riggers to help you out see if we can fix this 
and she runs off. Uh, she runs off down the road uh, towards the back of the train of the wagons. Freya walks to the front of your wagon and starts trying to calm down your horse. So she's just like, there, there now. Look, look, you'll be all right. <laughs> look, it won't be long for a rest, you know. You've been working hard all day, just like trying to do her best to calm this creature down. It's kind of still bucking in the air. It's like, what, what happened, Kale? I don't know. It's just it spooked and then the thing just fell apart. Yuri, you traveling, you notice that the tra- uh, the wagon train has started to slow down now until it's come to a sudden halt and Bunny, half in its sleep, just kind of next to you. Uh, oh, oi. Asleep. Bunny. Uh, yeah? What? Something's up, mate. Yeah. Uh, slow us up. I'll, I'll, I'll go go for a jog, see what's up. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make, I'll, uh, I'll look after the reins. I'll, I'll see what's up. Uh, yeah, give, give us a shout if you need me. Yeah, no, no, no worries, mate. And he just kind of comfortably, like, lies back down in his position. Um, pretty much as soon as you get down from your wagon, you see Freya running towards you. Uh, Freya, <laughs> what's, uh, what's old up? Oh, it, Kale's wagon's axle's broken. That's the sentence. Axle broke. Uh, Kale's, Kale's yeah, wagon. Kale's broke. Uh, wheel is broken off its axle. Oh right, the wheel's broken. Okay. Um, yeah. No one's hurt, luckily. Uh, I think Kale's all right. We we got any spares? I think we 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 got one, don't we? Or we? Uh, Bunny pipes up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we just have to lift the thing, and uh, hopefully, I can like, I might be able to like, you know, sand it down and get it back on. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, you get. One of the fellas to look after horses for you, but they will uh, right. go up and see if we, see if we fix this up for Kale. All right, I'll, uh, give me a sec. And he just like hops down from the back of the wagon and just kind of like wraps on the back of the uh, the next wagon and goes, Oi, I need one of you to uh, look after Percy. And points towards the oxen that's pulling your uh, uh, pulling your wagon. Oh, oxen, okay. Yeah, sorry, if I said horse before, I apologise. Well, ox- I, I presumed you guys had like an oxen, like a, like a yeah, field probably, working. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You probably need an oxen to pull Uri anyway if he's in the wagon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and yeah, you see a, a rust about climb out the back and he's kind of like a bit blurry-eyed. And just, yeah, I can... I'll hold the reins. Yeah. Um, and Bunny then dis- uh, goes towards the back of the wagon and starts pulling out tools, like a tool belt and stuff. He's like, well, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'll see what I can do about it. I'm not sure how good I'm going to be, but look, if we need more hands, like we know where they are, right? Yeah, we'll see if we can get done ourselves quickly. Yep. Don't want to stop too long. All right, well, he's, um, the, the others are carried on ahead by the looks of it. I don't think they saw what happened, so we... I'm just, hopefully they'll wait for us. If not, I'm sure we'll catch up with them before long. They should know us eventually. E- eventually, yes, hopefully. And um, Freya starts uh, running back up the uh, train. A real jog behind her. At this point... All the way up as well. At this point, have a, you've noticed that the... The train has stopped, and you're sitting at the back in the back of your wagon. You got the chorus of different creatures behind you. In like, well, how are the cages being transported? Are they on the back of like wagons? Do you think, or do you, are they being like pulled with their own set of wheels? Just, just, I, I think uh, like the tray of a ute, just oh, yeah. like uh, these the flatbed wagon style things. Oh. Um, and they would be in their respective cages in, in on those. So we see like a sea of cages pretty much at this point. You've got the cockatrices, you've got the uh, the lion, you've got... Uh, is Duke is in, in his own cage? Duke doesn't need a cage. Mm. He's well behaved. He's well behaved. Duke is sitting next to you, um, next to your wagon. 
He kind of looks forward. He's picking up like a banana peel that was thrown out for by one of the riggers on the ground, just putting it in his mouth and just... wonder what the hold-off is. I should probably go and check it out. You uh, stay here and, and look after the animals for me, will you? Don't eat any of them, please. Sure. You know me, I'm not tempted by living flesh. I know, but I feel the need to reiterate. Right, maybe I should clean their kennels. And he, if he had eyebrows, he'd be like going up and down with the eyebrows. And he starts wandering <laughs> back. He's like, Leandris, I need to get into your cage. No, don't bite me this time. Last time the wound was quite grievous. And I could not use that tentacle for a week. So you hop down. Uh, you do have a horse that's available to you. Um, along with... It's a few... Like, uh, like the way I, I imagined it is like if at the back of that's where the animals are, you would have like an, a couple of oxen, maybe a couple of horses that are not, like spare, if that makes sense. So like not every single animal is used, being used to pull things. Therefore, if there is an yeah. injury or if there is a t- more tired horse, it can be swapped out more easily because you're a caring circus. And that's that's what I imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might I might jump on a horse then and ride up to, uh, to where the hold, hold up is. All right. You pretty much catch up with um, your. You can see Yuri running in the distance with Bunny, um, as well as uh, the faint image of Freya, and you can see that Kale's wagon is like off kilter to one side on the road. You can't quite see the damage that has occurred, but you can see him and uh, him and uh, sorry, him and Freya are at the front, like looking at it, like almost like you know how like when there's a brake or like there's a car not working, somebody <laughs> kicks the wheel yeah. and stuff like that. They're basically looking at it like that, I imagine. Um, well, Leia, Leia, not Freya, Leia, uh, Bunny and Yuri are running up ahead. I, if you were to like canter or gallop, you'd definitely catch up with Yuri in that. Pretty easily. Um, yeah, I'll probably just be trotting, fast trot. Mm. As you go past, a couple of people get to see you like, Morning, Aviat. Morning. Hello. Uh, honestly, what what is the hold-up you hear from Mordain's uh, wagon? Like, I was blissfully preparing for my next show, and uh, all my makeup's gone. It's always just spilled on the floor. We're going to have to get new supplies when we get there, Cole. And you can see, you can't hear Cole, but you see him kind of climb out of the tent flap these past few days cole hasn't quite been his uh i want to say like happy self but i think just above like 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 his his normal odd wet odd self like he's not Mm. appearing randomly in conversations as much as he normally would he's not socializing he's kind of staying by himself you've often heard mordain shouting after him not being able to find him but which is it's semi-regular, but it seems like nearly every night now he, she's looking for him. And you see him climb out of the tent and just kind of, you know, start stretching his legs a little bit. I think a lot of the riggers are, and other um, uh, performers are doing the same. I mean, if you're cramped, you're cramped in like a um, cramped in a wagon for like seven wagon. days oh, or like sure. every day. Everyone's gonna be out stretching. Yeah. A couple of the riggers have gone to the local, uh, like to the wooded area to just go to uh, urinate or. Or other things, just because you know it's not a particularly nice place to be on the back of a wagon. And you've been resting like midday most days, easy to cook meals, I presume. Something like rations on the road, nothing too hardcore. But anyway, so yeah, you pass 
uh, Mordain's wagon and start heading up towards Yuri. Yuri, you can hear the sound of a galloping horse behind you. And as you turn, you see Javier on top. Ah, Javier's coming. Could do with an extra set of hands, I guess. I'll pull the horse up next to Yuri. Did I did I hear his comment about me? Give me a perception check. Arriving. Go on. Alright. He wasn't being. It was an 18 plus my perception is. Oh god. Oh, I don't have perception. You, 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 you didn't put your eyes in this morning. Oh shit, it is too. Sorry, 27 though. 27. Okay, you would have heard a small mumbling about. That. Small mumbling. Everything okay, Yuri? Uh, yeah, uh, we gotta fix up Kale's bloody wagon, uh, wheels busted, or some bloody something. You, uh, you got some extra muscle you wanna lend? You know, as far as I do, that I have no muscle. Maybe you can help. Oh, well, if you're a neighbor of those, you can watch, I guess. (laughs) How about I go and let everyone know what's happening? You can also do that, mate. Good thinking. I thought you didn't say you didn't have brains. Well, more than you, Yuri, but that Oi. doesn't mean much. My skull's quite large, thank you very much. Yeah, but Me smooth yes, on the inside. Of... Yeah, yeah, yeah hey. bloody, I, I learned that one from Kale. Hey. Uh, can't bloody win. Bloody arguments in common. Uh, well, you're always welcome to speak dwarven. Or, or we should converse in Orcish. I've been picking some up since we've been traveling together. I, I, I mean, if I'm honest, I'd, I'd never even thought of that. I, pro- I probably should do the same, if I'm honest. If hanging out no. with you. Well, Yuri, you, if you teach me some, we can have some secret conversations without. You should knowing. teach me Dwarvish, and I'll teach you. You know what? Orcish. Yeah. All right, let's let's see. I'm, and then we can talk to uh, Yeah, We have like this three little. What's yeah. the, the three bowmen? You, you seen that play? Oh, yeah. With the three bowmen. Nah, I mean, yeah. look, I'm, I'm, I normally fall asleep during plays. I don't, usually, this kind of thing, like you know, it just puts me to sleep. I, I enjoy a story, you know, and I like getting told. But I, if it's one no, of those yeah, ones with doilies and like, oh, uh, uh, my, no, my, no, uh, no, the, the vein like, of my house is dead, and therefore like we've that, lost mate, nothing the like doilies. No, 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 no. It's yeah. like it's like the three greatest bowmen that ever lived. Uh, also the three best friends that ever lived as well or something like that, you know, and they go around and solve crimes and, like, rob from people, give to, give to poor people or something. Well, I like that. No, I, I don't know. I, I might be getting my things mixed up, but there's some kind of story in there. You see you know, that? That I'll go see that live. Well... Yeah. They they shoot people live on stage in, uh, in some places. What, really? Like, it's, in Ustalove, it's, it's pretty wild, that one up Ooh. there. You know, I don't. I mean, if I'm honest, I don't know that much about us to love. Uh, you know, yeah, I just, it's good actually. All right, well, maybe, maybe we do a trip there. Maybe perhaps we no, can no, no. It's good that you don't that know way. much about it. Oh, no, oh. It's not a very nice place. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, you know that place sounds. Well, do you think there'll be many theatres at the uh, at, at Eskidar? Oh, there might be. I mean, we could like team up with one of them. Maybe like say we like we we we. Get them out to the circus or something, like, and do well, like fuck, a morning show. That could work. I what do you reckon? Know, I, do you reckon I'm you could convince them to come? Not much of a businessman. Yeah, we'd like. Well, what's it come? We become entrepreneurs, or what? What it's called? Yeah, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Could we be entrepreneurs? You would both be fantastic entrepreneurs. Oh, fantastic! All right. Okay. I'll the way he said that just... makes me feel like it's not the right word. <laughs> do we get like cards printed? Oh, I suppose. I mean, no, I'm less excited. Oh, about I've got it, horrible you know. handwriting no. as well. Uh, 
Javier will actively roll his eyes so hard that you can almost hear them. Kale, you catch the end of this conversation talking about entrepreneurs and writing out their own business cards. Oh, Yuri, you've been working on your uh, Taldane. My what, sorry? No, I've never seen him your, in a tie. Your, tel- your Taldane. <laughs> My native tongue. Oh, uh, what's that mean? What, what the word I... Entrepreneur? Yeah, entrepreneur. I believe it's a uh, small boat. Small boat. Oh. Well, no, no, that's not intent. No, well, what's, what's... Maybe that's why Javier uh, was laughing at us. He's like, we're, we're going to... Or canoe. Okay, okay, what's the word for what it means? Like, you're, you're, a, you're a business person that uh, does, like... You're, Multiple you, you business get, things. Yeah, you get ideas and you you make a make a business or, like, a, a, a little object and sell it to people. What's that, that, what's that thing called? Ah, that's an entrepreneur. It's, uh, like no, see, I don't see. Why don't I trust you, Javier? That's because I'm taking the piss. Yes, yeah, exactly. Now, Kale, I trust you. You told me that entrepreneur meant small fishing boat or whatever it was in Taldane, so or canoe, or canoe. Yeah, exactly. So, what you know, you know the word I'm so, uh, the one I'm looking for. Uh. Mm. Well, uh, we, we, it depends what you mean. If you mean like a you, like business startup, is that yeah, what, yeah, that something like that. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a push start or something. Uh, on, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, isn't that what we said initially? Entrepreneur. 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 Is that not entrepreneur? You know what? I might, I might go. The hand gestures help, Yuri. There's a lot of gesturing in Taldane. <laughs> right, should I go get Eliza? It oh, seems like, like you get your fingers like that. Is it like, like, yeah, like fingers like point. this entrepreneur? Like, okay, okay. Uh, give me. Give Can me we make second, like a I'll small fist in your hand, like, like as if yeah. you're holding like something very small and you're peering at it, right? Mm, like a penny. You're rubbing a penny oh, between okay. your forefinger and entrepreneur. 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 I'll get it. I'll get it. It's, it. You know, it's hard with this dwarven accent. <laughs> we'll keep working on it. Um, we'll see how you go. If you haven't mastered it by tomorrow, maybe we'll take a few steps back and do something with a few less syllables. <laughs> like baguette. Is that a tail day word as well? Baguette, yes. Baguette. Aren't they the things that like go under the ground and they're kind of like, like they, they're also known as land sharks? Is a baguette a land shark? No. Baguette. Yeah, baguette, yeah. Uh, baguette. They're like, they're like, they're baguette. like rhinos, you know, like with with, with um with your god. I have no fucking clue. And it goes on. under the. Oh no, you're thinking of you're thinking of boulette. Yeah. Oh no, good good pickup, Yuri. Is it does have its origins in Taldane, the word. So we lo- uh, we'll learn see, something today. I am a scholar. See, we, were, we were just talking about this. We should just like share our language. And let, Freya's just standing there at this point, just kind of like, what's <laughs> going on? Like like almost like. Shoving her hands towards a wagon. While Bunny and Uri are having this discussion, where where Uri's like lifting up the wagon, like inspecting it, right. kind of the like you know, higher circus is waiting for it. <laughs> the wagon. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> else is like pulling out pipes and cigarettes and having them on the side. You turn back and a lot of them look like like it's almost like a relief. Some of them are like some of them aren't even sitting down. Like they're just stretching their legs and just like bending and like moving in. Um, just to get like their limbs moving after this travel, but yeah, Yuri, give me a, a crafting check. Let's see if you can see what's going on. A crafting, yeah, check. or a craft All check. Right. I was hoping Bunny could do the craft check for me, but well, I was well, just two eyes do the, uh, better than one. Athletics check. To but, you know what? But I will do a crafting. I will do a crafting check no. for you as well. 
Ooh, that's not bad. That's a 16 on the die. It gives me an 18 total. Well, Bunny rolled a 5, so he's not... He's not doing well. Okay. Bunny goes, ah. Okay. He's like looking at it, scratching his head, just kind of like, I think that- it's, uh, we're, you know, you know how you or, start sentences, yeah. but you wait for the other person to fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or you'll like hear Bunny start this and well, he's like, I think uh, it's, yeah, yeah, no, I think it's fucked, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, we we got to put a new one on. Yeah, you need a new. Get, uh, 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 yeah, can you get one of the riggers, bring a new, new wagon wheel up for us? We'll get this one. On. Well, the, actually, the wheel itself looks fine. It's like 15 feet away oh, on it? the road, and it's just kind of sitting there. Oh, the wheel's just it's, busted it's, off. It's busted right, off, and it looks I, like I, I the you, axle, okay. you know, the, the, the square or round axle, depending yeah. on the style, has actually, like, snapped a piece off, and it's, like, frayed pieces oh, out of the end, and that's dug into the dirt. Okay. But is it fixable? Can we inspect the axle and see if there's any foul play at Yeah, work? go for it. Um, if you're looking for foul prey, I guess you can choose between, like, you could do a thievery check to see if there is anything going on in particular with that, or you could do a perception check, and you can choose which one is, like, your preferred option. I will give you more if you score higher on thievery, for instance. Do it, do it, do a thievery. Yeah. that work? I didn't hear the, the bloop. Oh, there it goes. Oh, wow. Oh, no, 31. Yeah. That. First... First roll the new book. Nat 20. 20. This this is you can only fall 30. from here. So yeah, you, <laughs> yeah it's only downhill yeah. from here, Josh. <laughs> you look yeah. at it, it doesn't not at all. It doesn't even look like sabotage. It doesn't look like bits have been like pried off to make it look like it's like collapsed or like forcibly falling off. It looks like like perhaps you hit a pothole without realizing it or something like that. It looks like it's taken off the end of the axle in the circle. So you've got a bit of like two by four almost sticking out of it, frayed bits of wood sticking out the end of it. Uh, But looking at it and then like going back and comparing it to the wagon, it looks like it was just stress that caused it to break. Piece of junk. Uh, uh, Yeah, can you grab that wheel for us, please? Just, uh, we don't need a new one. No, it turns out that one's fine. Um... Sure thing. All right, well, I can get it sorted, but I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I think I could do it. I'll give it a go, but I've, I need you to uh, pick up the wagon if you can. Like, just, like, lift it up, take the weight. Of course I can. All right. Aerial. Athletics. Get under the wagon and put his shoulder into it. Ooh, it's a 12 plus. Uh, 25 total. Fantastic. All right, yeah, so you feel the weight of this, and it is quite a bit of weight. Like, you've got the... F- the full amount of Kale's kitchen, minus most of the supplies, but and Kale's bed, and all the extra stuff, plus the plant, um, and any other. Th- oh, and and the, the stone statue of Greg in the back, um, and, <laughs> and the, the armor. armor. Yeah, so you can hear just like Kale as it's he lifts heavy. it up. You can hear definitely a set of pots and pans falling off the side of the wall, hitting the ground. Um, and my buddy goes, oh. "Careful, careful, careful!" So sorry, uh, it's a bit difficult to not wobble it around, you know. Fucking holding up your entire bloody kitchen. Bunny walks forwards and just like knuckle of meets you at like tries to meet you at like eye level, but obviously even you bent over is like a foot taller than he is. And he goes, Right, I didn't do everything that we've done the past previous two weeks to get crushed by a wagon. So if you feel like you've gotta let go, please give me a heads up. Yeah. Safety word is right. banana. If I hear banana, banana. Right, so, no, oh. no, so I'm just testing. Oh, okay, so yeah, you, yeah. So you, well, you it know, good reactions there. Good stuff. I think banana good is work. a good word for us. Yeah, yeah. All right. I and like he kind banana. of like goes to crouch down, looks up at you, and then just like kind of sighs a little bit, and then like crawls underneath the gap and just starts like he, he's he's pulled out like like a, a chiseling a chisel um 
chisel and like mallet. Set. Yeah. And just just like trying to trip away and round off that end of all the wood. Uh, let's see how he does. See, now he's rolling. We've got an 18 on the die. There you go. So he's chiseling away and Kale, you see, like he's just chipping away and he's he's doing reasonably well at this. Like this looks pretty good. Like he's chipping away, chipping away, doing his oh, there's a little bit. Yeah. Alright. Alright, yeah. Alright, bring bring over that wheel. Bring over the wheel, uh, have you? I'll bring it over. And Bunny crawls out from underneath and is like, right. Yuri, lower it just a little bit, and then me and Javier will just give yeah. it a shove in. All right, tell me, tell me when it's at the right. All right, All right yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and an athletics check, Javier. Whoops, I dropped my dice. Any uh, fucking a second now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, you both slam into it, and it like pushes through. It's a little bit shorter than the other two now, but it will work. It might be a little bit of a rougher ride, but it should be alright. You're looking at it, Kale. And you go, alright! Yeah, you drop it now. Should be alright. Oh, fuck. You hear more clattering from inside as he drops the weight. No! Oh, Oh, you said drop it, like I thought, uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, sorry about that, Kale. smell cardamom. Look, I'm surprised there was stuff still on the walls, honestly. Given, uh, you know, your wheel fucking fell off. Well, yes. Uh, and you, uh, looks like you probably don't want to turn too hard to the right, uh, lest you tip over. But, other than that, let's get going. Yeah, all right. You will start wandering back. It's like, sorry, people, uh, we, rest time is over. You hear a couple oh, of moans and groans from the riggers and some of the... Uh, yeah, I know. It definitely the Com- the Camboli sisters. Actually, sorry, no, they are in the front half. Don't ignore me. The uh, the Featherful Five are nowhere near. Um, Yeah, so you see a couple of people. And as you pass Mordain's wagon, just before jumping on yours, Mordain goes, uh, Yuri, can I have your attention for a second? Yeah, always. What, what's up, my love? And she, and she, uh, she goes to walk off the side of the... Um, the wagon she like puts out her hand expectantly to you (laughs) grab her and she kind of like delicately lands on the floor um just like brushes like moves around some like uh litter perhaps that was left behind by some of the horses and oxen and goes right we need to have a chat about the tank now i do thank you greatly for that tank it was it worked really well in the show but i will need a new one when we get into uh eskadar i understand that and hopefully we will have enough to be able to afford one, but uh, yeah, no, sorry, there's no but. We'll, we'll, it's probably one of our, our priorities. Um, we do have that little business that we need to see to with our um, <clears throat> Kale's little mishap, but um, Kale's little mishap? Nothing, no, it's all right. I, I, sorry, I meant Tahala, uh, yeah, getting her to the. Oh, right, priests. yes, no, turning her back to. Uh to, well, not stone. Yes, not stone and uh, not a ghoul as well. That would be nice. Um, <laughs> a ghoul? I was not aware of that. <laughs> oh, did you not? Right. That was why we turned her into stone in the first place. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I, well, I I knew she was sick, she but I did not know ghoul, it was going to be ghoul fever, ghoul fever or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of fucked up. Uh, and we couldn't do much about it. So, yeah. Right. Kale quite ingeniously. Cockatrice bite. I'm glad his mind works and 
when he wants it to, not when others are needing it. But, yeah. but I, I should bite my tongue. I am turning over a new leaf, right? New city, new show. Although it's yes. not quite a new city, though, is it? Oh, not really, yeah. No. But new show, at least. Um, it would be nice to actually walk the city this time. I would mean, like, be mean to speaking to you about something as well. I've been noticing um, Cole is... Yes, he's behaving upon himself a little bit. Yes, no, I was going to mention that to you. He hasn't said anything to me, but he, well, look, he sits up most nights these days, just mm. either reading. I didn't even know he could, if I'm honest. Um, right. Yeah, right. I mean, he could be just pretending, but he seems to be trying to keep himself awake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did catch him one night. He was drifting off, and he decided to burn his arm under a candle, so just to keep himself awake. But it did. Uh... Yeah, it happened like two nights ago or something. I might. I was coming back in my tent and I heard, I saw him holding his arm and it looked like there was a burn on there. I did Perhaps mention... it might be an idea to maybe get Kale to put something together to help him sleep, maybe. I know it. Perhaps. He doesn't want to sleep. Maybe we can... Uh... Like an accelerant, something to keep him awake? No, I was going to just say deceive him and make him drink something that will make him think he's going to stay awake, but actually puts him to sleep. Right, so that should be easy. He's a very believable yes. man. If, look, yes. if you can get such a concoction to me, I'm sure that I could convince him to drink it. All right. Well, I'll get busy with that. Uh... Look, thank you. I know he's a simple man, and I know that he's absolutely awful in some ways, and in other ways he's only a little bit better. But, huh. you know, he's... Well, I don't mind him, actually. I do. I, even though I don't show it, I do care for the man. I know what his intention is with me, and that's kind of why I keep him at arm's length. But, yes, thank you, Yuri. Don't mention it. Right. Right, well, do you mind? And she, like, points back and just, like, puts out, like, a yeah. leg, for, like, a foot up. Yeah. You know. we'll give her a leg up. Yeah, she gets off and brushes off. She's like, new city, new start, right? That's right. it. And just, like, flips it open, flips open inside. And she's like, oh, God, I forgot that. And she just like sighs on looking every the mess that's inside oh, the her America. wagon. Have I? Uh, did you disappear back with Yuri, or did you stay up at the, at uh, Kale's? You mean with Bunny? Oh, sorry, no. I, I mean, have I? Uh, oh, have yeah, Sorry, yeah. Have I? Uh, did you disappear back with Yuri and Bunny, or did you uh, stay up at the top uh, with Kale and his wagon? Uh, I'll hang out around here for a bit. All right. So yeah, Yuri and Bunny, you make your way back to the wagon. Uh, you see the uh, kind of like slightly annoyed people uh, being told that they have to get back on the on the uh, wagon. They slowly start clambering up. Kale and Havaya, you're at the front. Kale, do you jump aboard your wagon and set forth? He does. Freya, uh, Leia's just at the front, just like petting the horse, which is now kind of calmed down and less stressed. It was rearing up before and like letting out massive nays. And now it's like, yes, yes, no, yeah. yes, yes, no. Kale should have been looking at the road, shouldn't he? Oh, yes, he should have. Yes, he should have. <laughs> petting the mane of this horse. And she <laughs> kind of like looks back at you and is like, it's okay. I don't think it speaks common. <laughs> Does it speak fire? Fire? Uh, no, no, no. Nothing, look, look. Nothing. Oh, yeah. I, I think. Setting some an animal ablaze near Hava, yeah, might be. I'm joking. I'm joking. I would never harm an animal unless I'm cooking it. True. True. <laughs> Sometimes you're unpredictable. That's all I have to say. You just never know. I'm not unpredictable. All right. Okay. Okay. okay fine. All right. I've been through a lot. <laughs> I, in the last I'm aware. Week, two weeks. I've murdered a lot of people. I never killed someone before. Freya. Okay. Yeah. Are you? I'm a bit on edge. Are you all right with that? She kind of like looks at you. No. She 
kind of looks at Leia and just like gives her like a head motion, and Leia just shrugs and climbs on top of a wagon. And Freya climbs up on board next to you. And so I, I think we're good here. Have I? And like gives you like a nod. She gives you a nod. All right, I'll give thank, you a nod. Thank, thank you for your help. Not that he did much. Yeah, uh, she leans into Kale and says that. Oh, wow, rude! I held the wheel. That was an impressive <laughs> job. <laughs> and she she turns to him and goes, "Look, I know that you're, you know, the fun, laughing, like happy-go-lucky cook who plays tricks and a little bit of a jester. But are you okay?" And like we see that the, the wagon starts to move, and it's a little bit more wobbly on the right side. Like it kind of lurches just a little bit more to the right now as it like puts weight on this shorter axle. She kind of looks at you. Are you okay? I'm okay. It's just last two weeks have been a lot. Right? Yeah. Between Tahala nearly dying, all the murder and blood, and I know they all deserved it, but it's yeah, it's it's not something that I've ever had to deal with, luckily. And we do all thank you so much for helping defend the camp and the circus. Like being under threat by such creatures. I mean, God, could you imagine if those? What did you describe them as? Like eel-like. Wet eel human. men. Yeah, eel men. If they had come and attacked the circus, can you imagine? Like during a show or something? It would be awful. Well, I'll cut 500 more of them down before I let anything happen to you or anyone here. Well, it's good to hear. I'm a bit anxious, if I if I must say, heading over to Eskida. I wasn't... I, I mean, I came after the whole dust-like shenanigans, but the rumors what I've heard is like she used drugs to keep people in her camp she kept people in chains she i mean how does someone like that get away with that kind of behavior no, she won't much longer she kind of like turns her head towards you and it's just like what do you mean to you know and pulls like a face like like with a thumb under her throat he's like he's like put several thumbs like across different body parts <laughs> right okay um yeah she's up to something bigger than the terrible things she does to her troop there's something going on yeah from what her character clearly isn't a positive one from what i've heard and if she's been targeting us then if the only way past it is to you know she copies your movements uh, then yeah i guess but look any way that me and my sister can help like even if it's just going for a round of drinks somewhere like after something's brutal has happened that you've experienced and just talking it over because we are we're both worried for you like I know that Tahala was there most of the time for you and you were able to talk to her about it and she had some experience with that stuff she told me about you know hunting with the Shawansi but she's not here at the moment and we don't know how long it's going to be before she comes back like you've got us look at us as like your sisters I guess we're all part of the family so I guess you could say thank you all right. Okay. Well, I'll hop on the cart before, behind. Look, if you please holler, if you if you need anything or want anything, and please please look out for ditches. Your lead wagon. No pressure. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And she um grabs onto the side of the uh, of your wagon and drops down on the floor and just kind of like starts walking waits for her wagon to turn up and she hops up grabs it and pulls up on top and her sister like gives her a thump and she gets on and she's like hey. and they both kind of like lean back and relax a little bit the rest of the day is pretty uneventful um sorry i was just gonna jump in um what just after they start moving again i'd like to ride forward to just to tell the other half of the caravan what happened yeah sure yeah so you um 
gallop on. And if I if I see any potholes in the way, wait for Kale to turn up, like ride back, wait for Kale to turn up there, and then very sarcastically point them out to him. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, there, there, are, there are a few, and you definitely get the opportunity to be very sarcastic and go, oh, look, there's one there. <laughs> Uh, drop, uh, going back and forth, you eventually get find a nice length of road that gives you enough time to get to the um, sorry, gets you to the uh, the first half of the train, and uh, the one at the very back is the Camboli Sisters, the Featherfall Fives um, wagon. You see, sitting on the back, kind of like peering at, out the back, you see Alira, and she sees you riding around the corner on the horse, and she. Kind of taken back a little bit, like waves, and like they're still traveling forwards. They're like maybe like a mile, maybe two miles ahead. She gives you a wave as you start galloping up behind. So, oi, what happened to you guys? Uh, were you not curious why we were no longer following? Well, we thought it might have been like you just ran the hill, like it's quite windy here, so we just thought that you were, you know, just dragging behind a little bit. No, we're quite some, quite a ways behind, unfortunately. Uh, Do you need us to slow Kale, down? No, you're, you're right. Kale just lost a wheel, so we had to fix it. He's a bit like that. Yeah, no, just a little bit. But, but, he, but oh, I'm glad he's okay. Look, have a, have a yeah. I'm, I need your help. And she kind of like leans down, like over the top of the wagon, and as you, like, then she kind of beckons you to come a little bit closer. Oh trot my horse up right next to her and lean like yeah. si- sideways off the saddle. You can hear from inside the sounds of her sisters possibly fighting inside, squabbling. She said, look, I need your help tonight. I'm... I'm Are you going to do I'm it? I'm telling them tonight. I, I know I said I was going to do it after the performance, but with us having to leave so fast... Um, also, a quick question. Did you tell anyone else in the camp about the encounter you had in your tent, Kale. Like, apart from these two and Cole. Do you think you um, would have told anyone else? No, just anyone who possibly overheard him shouting about it when he was rampaging around outside his tent throwing fire. But Okay. Most, like, I'll say now most didn't ask about it. They weren't, they weren't like, they heard you railing and shouting, but they were, they were like, it's something's going on, but that's between them. Like, they didn't come over and investigate. Did you tell the professor at all? I think uh, Javier was going to, wasn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, he probably would have told the professor if it had come up. Hmm. So. All right. I'm going to say at this point, the professor hasn't asked, and so he does not know if you didn't actually go find him to tell him. Is that all right, or did you want him to know? Yeah. Uh, no, won't tell him for now. Sorry, say that again. It was quite quiet. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he, he he can remain not okay, knowing not for loop. now. All right, fantastic. So, Lear, yes, I'm going to do it tonight. I'll I'll do it tonight, but I need your support. I think. Of course. And look, I need I need you to say like you've seen my trick and the, how it's been going and like the way I've interacted with the animal. You know, like you know, like like like, like your your showmanship. You need to like. You know, boost me up a little bit with it. Don't worry, Lyra. I know how to sell to a crowd. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I've come to you. Plus, I mean, I trust you. You know. All right. Cool. All right. I'll. I'll. I'll... Don't be nervous. You'll. They'll. They'll understand. 
yeah, it just means that they need to reorganize their trick and I, I need to then do stuff. But like, honestly, half the half well, of it has been stuck on in this wagon with the other four for the seven days. I mean, we can help them redo their trick and I can help you with yours. Yeah, mentor them a little bit. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll come find you tonight before we, um... Yeah, before we, like, really settle down for a camp. Yes, I should, uh... Get back to the others. Kale's probably broken his cart again. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I'll, did you want us to pass down the word down the line, just to keep going? If you could, yes, okay. please. Fantastic. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And she, like, clambers back up and board her, uh, the back of the wagon and moves forwards and she starts shouting. He's like, Hercules! Hercules! Well, which one of you aren't drunk? <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, you just kind of, like, slow down and turn around and gallop back towards the back half of the train. I just want to be wading at a pothole, just pointing to it. <laughs> just waiting until Kale comes around the corner. Fantastic. Yeah. So you scout out. So do you do this for the rest of the afternoon? Just kind of scout out and point to him where he shouldn't be going? Oh, no, just the first just one. Just the first one, okay. I just want to be, uh, I just want to be a shit about it. All right, Kale, you come around a corner and you just see Havaya standing still on his horse, just pointing at a pothole. That's might, that's kind of just in your way. He's just pointing at it. Hang on a sec. Wait a sec. Hang on. Let me just look at my spell book. He's going to give him a very bemused look. Okay. And he's just going to like point at the sky with one hand. And then point at Javier with the other one. Yeah. And then go back to his reins. Say something under his breath and then just go back to the reins and give it a little yeah. flick. So a moment later, a small nimbus cloud descends upon Javier and just starts raining no. on him. I'll start galloping away. <laughs> yeah. Is this his personal rain cloud? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this tiny cloud starts, but how long does it last? Uh, I think it's only like a minute or something. Let me check. Uh, where is it? Personal rain cloud. Uh, it lasts one okay. minute. So yeah, have a uh, just out of nowhere. You just start to feel like a small shower on your shoulders. That then you hear a small lightning, like lightning snap above you. You look up and you just see this small cloud just come down to maybe like two feet above your head, and then it's just like torrential rain starts hitting you. All right, I think Javier's immediate reaction would be to start galloping in the uh, like away, like towards the first half of the caravan. But then he would pull up the horse jump off and sprint towards Kale's caravan. <laughs> All right. Or towards his, uh, his wagon no. and then hey, jump on it. What are you doing? Where are you jump going? on his wagon <laughs> and try and go inside. No, don't go inside. <laughs> Give me an acrobatics check. Let's see if you can jump on in, up on this, this side of this. I imagine uh, like the legless like, limp arm thing. Uh, 24. Yeah, no, you, you get onto the back. You rip open the back door. Is this what you want, Kayla? Is this what you want? Pots and pans clamoring no, from inside. No, stop this. Imagine it's just a, the scene end of it. Kale jumping inside. He's like, come here. No, what are you doing? Yeah, the door closes and you just see, and you can just hear the flam, uh, the Flamboni sisters like laughing as like the cart disappears around the side of the cliff. Night then falls. And soon enough, you come out of the wooded area and you find the rest of the... Um, the rest of the circus sorry i'm just bringing up the soundscape you see the rest of the circus have parked in like a semicircle in a small field just off the side of the road you see most of them are like exhausted and seem to be like camping out in uh, out underneath the stars small little like 
I guess you would say like like canvas tarps have been put out so people can lie underneath in case there is rain. You do see the professor and Chubb sitting on like a little bench top, uh, which they've set up like almost like camping chairs or like a camping table with like a hot brew going between them. Obviously, Chubbs has like a bowl that he's lapping out of and the professor's just kind of sitting there with a tea and he sees you come around the corner, Kale, a little bit more battered and bruised than you were before and you just kind of like holds up his tea to say like cheers or hello and you guys each find a spot creating a circle around like in the center small campfire starts going uh, let's get a campfire sound so yeah a small fire starts burning in the center um yeah what do you want to do with the evening you guys just parked up your wagons what do you do um after dinner i will just uh, sit slightly away from everyone else so when um, Alira wants to do her thing mm. Yuri uh, I'd like to find Kale right yeah pretty much uh, like as, as soon as your wagon pops up you can see Kale I presume Kale you were pulling out things to start cooking or are you deciding to do something different or um, yeah he pulls out and gets started on yep. dinner so you can see Kale in the back of his wagon starting to bring out like you know, skewers and stuff to just set up like a simple meal. Your supplies aren't going to be the best because you're on the road at the moment. It's mainly like dried meat and like long-lasting fruit and vegetable. So I presume. So you well, see me working at this. Prepped, um, Uru will just wander up to him and just lean in. like, uh, excuse me, mate. Uh, sorry. Uh, just wonder if you could do me a favour. Uh, you have a bit of trouble sleeping. Was wondering if you could make me uh, like a a tonic or something, like the uh, you know. Hmm. Let me I'm sleep sure. a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, let me just check my out of character. Let me just check my alchemical kit. That was weird. Every single window I had open just closed. That was very spooky. Just like I wasn't touching the keyboard or anything, and it just. Whoosh. Oh, I thought you meant like in no, the house, in the like house your house well. windows. I was like, that <laughs> no, is. No, 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 no. I have a single window <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> Although, okay, I'm sure fun fact: my cats know how to open a big glass door. Yeah, he oh. figured out how to do it by accident because he got his claw stuck in the door, and he's like, eh, eh, and pulling at it because he was like playing with it, and then he pulled it back, and I could just see him just. I, I just sort of watched him do it. And he just kind of stopped, and he turned around to look at me. Like he'd done something wrong, but since then it's like, all right, now we have to lock the doors so we can't get out onto the balcony. They're not allowed out there. <laughs> um, can you do possibly this? if there is basically Kale has the um, what's this thing called? Doesn't that actually need to be alchemical? Uh, or is like yeah, no, yeah, that's like not alchemical. He has <laughs> so uh, he has the basic crafter's book or. Tinkerer's Codex, mm-hmm. so he can craft any common items in the like core rulebook. Um, but I don't know if there is a common item that does such a thing. Um, I can be. say you can help create so, a sedative, something that will relax someone to sleep, like something simple. Mm. You also, I don't forget to have that plant that you found in Miron's. <laughs> you just a psychedelic trip instead well, of sleeping. Small, like I'm just, I'm just suggesting. <laughs> I was thinking in my head just then, like, oh yeah, you've got that plant. If you've forgotten, 
that you could use a portion of or something like that or you can infuse it my personal experience um psychedelics don't let you go to sleep right for a long time i don't <laughs> so, so we'll i'm <laughs> uh but yeah it's, uh yeah, i might be able to whip something up uh, awesome um uh, uh can you do it uh, uh, relatively soon for me or is it like a we have to wait till tomorrow kind of thing yeah sure i can get started after dinner no i can or even uh, i'll just get keanu and he can work on keanu gives you I'll a thumbs up yeah brilliant work on that if you like <laughs> gives him a thumbs up he's in- unseen <laughs> Uh, it would be like, uh, you, you need me to help you with anything, or, or is it? Uh, no, no, it's well, fine. I've got be around the campfire if you need me. Yeah. Thanks again, mate. Okay. Don't mention it. Now he's gonna get to work on that, but he's gonna not take into account because he doesn't know that the fact that it's, um, um, <laughs> yeah, pound for pound uh, for someone of his size and not for Cole's size. So it's probably going to put him in a coma right, for like three days. Fantastic. Oh, I'm, I look forward to certain fortitude slave, saves later. Saves. So it's just like a very basic. Well, actually, you tell me what kind of dinner you like. Cook, what kind of like dinner would you be cooking on the way? Uh, it depends on what we got. If we're hunting I think hunting on the on way, the way is, has not been occurring. Maybe hunting the... during the night, but it's been. Hold on, let me check. Uh, so Uru might head out every now and then. Hunt well, give something. me give me three survival checks and let's see what, if you can. What you can gather, or have Ooh, been gathering. The table. All right, um, we've got a four plus seven, so an eleven, uh, an eighteen, and. Oh, this is that. That's pretty neat. Uh, and sorry, what have you found? And a twenty-five. Uh, it just happens that uh, my uh, my the ro- numbers on my dice. I rolled a four, and my survival is set plus seven, so that adds up yeah. to eleven. And then I rolled an eleven, and my survival is seven, so that adds up to eighteen. And then I rolled an eighteen. Oh, very spooky. So, like, so the first the first cool. like couple of days, you don't find any game in the woods. It's pretty hard and pretty bare. Um, as you start getting more and more into this wooded area, you do start spotting deer and that kind of thing. And you do find some, like, smaller game on the way. Uh, but last... Not last night, but the night before, you were lucky enough to actually pick up, like, uh, to get a deer. And so you have some venison that is able to be cooked. Nice. And you probably cooked about... If they've got a whole camp full of people, you probably are coming up to, like, the end of it if you're using it for, like, a... A broth or something like that, um, but you might have some left to cook, like some a few venison, like or use the make some venison sausages or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right, there you go. Serving up venison. Camps in high spirits. Everyone seems to be happy, and yeah, drinks are all going around as usual. Uh, people seem like a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more excited. A couple of people in particular are a little bit anxious. You see the professor. He's you know, in serious talks with Chubbs at the moment, you see that Mordain is a little bit nervous, a little bit, like, trepidatious. Like, all everyone who you know is previously from uh, Mr. Dustlight's uh, Celestial Menagerie. They all look nervous. With the bunnies scared, a little bit afraid. Uh, but it's only about, like, maybe at, like a third of your circus is made up of members from that circus. So, most people's spirits are high. 
there's only a handful that are worried worried about what could occur what may occur if they well when they get to Eskadar after a little bit have I air sitting by yourself just kind of away um Illyra wanders over she kind of like brushes down like her shirt a little bit like right are you ready I think the better question is are you ready I need you to say that you're ready I need to hear that I I am ready cool alright let's let's do this right come on come on let's do it and you see her she's like almost amping herself up just like she does before the stage so she's like doing the little hops onto like from her like heels onto her toes like shaking her arms out (sighs) alright alright um Alright, girls, girls, and she um, wanders over towards where the girls are sitting. You see that a couple of the younger sisters are pulling each other's hair out and usually fighting a little bit. Um, so Alira walks over. And she's like, oh, girls, girls, and you see that like Hesme and Salter are kind of like poking and prodding each other. And it's like, it's not fair, it's not fair. She got more than I did, you know, that sort of thing. Until Tesla stands up and goes, girls, girls, quiet. Alira wants to speak. And so the girls will kind of like turn around and face her. Galera kind of like looks at you a little bit and gives you a nod and then stares back at them. She's... Um... Right. Basically, I'm... I'm moving forwards from the Featherfall 5. I've... talked with... I've talked with... with Javier and he... thinks I have some really good skills with the lion, with uh, Leandra couple of the girls kind of like look at each other like worried and that but and she's like I, I look I know it's I know it's a big thing I've kind of been in charge of you girls for a long time like since you know since our parents passed and we didn't really have anywhere to go we like we have stuck together like glue but oh, I, I I I want to move on I want to move forwards the last two shows that I've put on have had a like a serious toll of my stress like, oh, like, after I dropped you girls in the first show, I was so scared. I was so nervous for you. But then throughout the week, I was watching how you, pointing towards Tesla, I saw how you were with the girls, how that you could look after them, that you could look after them. And I'm like, I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to be your big sister who can gonna be around campsite. You can come to and ask for things. And, like, it's not the end of... And Tesla just kind of puts her hand out. She goes, I knew this was going to happen one day. I knew that you were going to leave. I I mean, I overheard you and Javier talking about it once. And Javier, do you really think that she'll be okay by herself? Have you seen the acts that she's been working on? N- no, but... They're quite good. All right. Look, if I'm... Tesla speaks like If I'm to take over the res- responsibility of the girls, then... I might need a little bit of help. So we can have like a transitional period where you show me some of the skills that you had and maybe even you have a can give me a hand, perhaps. I have some ideas of how to reshape your performance to better suit all of your skills. All right. And Tessa looks down at Kitty and Sultra and has me. Yeah. I fell the full four. Doesn't sound half bad, does it? It's a bit of a mouthful, but... And she just kind of runs forwards and just hugs Lyra. She's like hugging her tightly, and Elira hugs her back. She's like, "I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to be, you know, off in the air. It's like we're both going to be in the circus. It's just, it's, it's time for me to move on." And just like, "I, I, I know, 
I don't know. It's just whew, scary for me, you know. Yeah. Thank you, Javier. Thank you. I don't think Alira would have gotten past the past, gotten, or any of us, in fact, would have got past through the past week, but Alira and the stress she's putting on herself, I think. Uh, thank you so much. I think uh, you all have helped me also more than you know. Right. Okay, well. All right. And Alira kind of like, thank, thank you, Javier. And they'll go sit down and they start talking and discussing the shows and like the acts and stuff like that you're welcome to sit down with them and discuss things with them further um yeah yeah I'll, I'll sit down with them and you guys spend the evening creating calculating sorting out new moves Alira tries to wind you in sometimes when you start going on and on and on about how a certain trick should be and it's like oh and then you jump in from there <laughs> and you go and Alira's like wind it down have a yeah you have some good points, but we need to, you know, contrain it and bring it, bring it in. Yeah, I think Javier uh, enjoys the theory of, of the tricks. Yeah. Sometimes even more than the practice of them. Well, it's in his character. He constantly changes his trick every time. Every day, even, I would imagine. Every time he yeah. practices, it's there's a slight twerk to it. I mean, you know that... Uh, Every time the trick comes up, I'm like, yeah, I want to do it this way. And then it comes to the day, I'm like, no, I want to do it yeah. this way now. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But yeah, Yuri, you're in Bunny just sitting by the fire. Bunny's sitting there just like nursing his stomach mm-hmm. after like eight sausages. Like <laughs> sitting there with just like a tankard next to him, just like, oh, I could, oh, oh. And he's like, he struggles to drink it. Oh, blimey. You, you know, you don't have to. Have yeah, but, you know, waste not, want not, be- you know, you know. I, I, I really don't think that's how it's supposed to be used. Well, you know, don't let things go to waste. Make sure you eat it all. It was, it was something my father told me, I think. Maybe. It's one of those dwarven... Uh, what are they called? Pro- uh, fuck, it'll be something in Tilden. Proverbs. Yeah, that's it. Pro- proverbs. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah. I wonder if that's a Tilden word. Yeah. Uh, that's a good, good, good yeah. question. Right, you know what? And he kind of like shuffles over and goes, oh, oh, jeez. Oh, you know, holds his building. He's like, right, well, let's do it. Let's. Do you want to learn some dwarven? Because I want to learn some orcish. I do, actually. Well, Tell you what, here's how I think this should work, right? Is you say something in dwarven, yeah. say what it means in common, and then I'll say something, the, the same thing in orcish. Right. Kind of like I spy, but just words. Yeah, I yeah. guess. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. And so, for he starts pointing at things close to him. He's like, uh, uh, rock You know, uh, fire. Crack. No. What? <laughs> Come again. Uh, yeah, I thought Dwarvish and Orc was similar. Uh, I thought yours was like a more guttural version of Dwarven. Yeah, they they are. I didn't realise it would drown. Not the same. (laughs) Fuck me. I think I'm going to have a harder time at this than you. What was that? Gorgog. Is that close? (laughs) No, 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 no. Graknok. Graknok. Jesus. Abadzar. What was your one again? Sorry. Look, 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 long, look. Long dick. No. What? What'd you say? Uh, what? Uh, I can't remember what the dwarven word for. No, the, no, I said crack. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, that that's orcish for fire, right? Never. Yeah, what's the dwarven? I'm trying oh, to know right, what the dwarven uh, word. Oh right, 
Falrog. No, no, you've got to roll uh, right, the R like sorry. you do with Glagnog. Oh, jeez. Falrog. Uh, <laughs> right. No, you are. It's, it, it's coming along. Uh, he points to you and goes, uh, uh, Brohog. Or Brota. Brother. Uh, oh, right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that one's an easy one. It's almost the same as a Brom Black. Brom Black. Right. Yeah. Brom Black. I like it. A bit more. No, you're not quite getting the ach. ach. It's, it's, it's the back of like the throat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Brom Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Oh, I'm yeah, just yeah, tripping yeah, up yeah, over yeah, myself. Brom Black. Black. Oh, alright. This continues for the night, like pointing out random things, pointing at wagon to go wog ha and stuff like that, and through the night, lots of mix-ups. You probably get through about 16 words or so, but Connor, like, we will, we'll get through this, and, and then, by, like, we'll, we'll set a certain amount of time, we'll set some checks, some language checks for you, some intelligence checks. Aw. Kale, or Carl, should I say, is currently showing me the beautiful, beautiful dog. It's a, it, that's in his frame. Oh my god, that's a, what, what breed is it? Uh, Cavalier. Breed is, is it? Cavalier King oh. Charles. Hmm, Cavalier King Charles are like my favourite dogs ever. <laughs> and then seconded by pugs crossed with ja uh, Jack Russell's. Anyway, that's a tangent. <laughs> and now there's, why are you sent, okay. <clears throat> so that continues for most of the night, and what we'll do is we'll do intelligence checks as we go to see if you can learn this extra language. I don't think I, we can just add one in without it occurring an error on um, here at lab, but if we can ignore it, we'll try. So we'll do that. We'll do that off screen. We don't have to do that now. So, Kale. Yeah. Crafting this alchemical mixture, do you? Can you give me some alch alchemy checks, like alchemy crafting checks? Oh yeah. Can you? Twenty. Ooh, very nice. Twenty. So you start going with this bubbling brew. You just like I, I presume your wagon also has like side hatches that you can look out of and see everyone going to food, uh, cooking, and you see Yuri and Bunny sitting down talking to each other in a very guttural way and you're mixing up components and you're kind of like guesstimating his weight and his size to this potion like going yeah mm, i don't want to put this much in a little bit more what kind of ingredients do you think you're going to be adding to this thing uh probably just like herbs there you go you know relaxing xanthan xanthan i'm happy if they made uh, up words <laughs> although they in in fight club they tell <laughs> edward norton to choose some xanthan root uh, for oh, insomnia, so I'm going to roll with that. And, some water. and you brew up this brew, and it comes out nice, bubbling, and you're pretty proud of it. It looks like it's a decent mixture. You think this would sufficiently help and assist Yuri sleep after all these days on the wagons towards uh, Eskadar. You're able to bottle it, cork it, and it's ready to be ready to go. All right. Gonna take it out and take it over to Yuri. Uh, yeah, mate. Yuri. Oh, sorry. Uh, Brudna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, it's just call me your my, pardon. my brother. Yeah, you know, brother in Dwarven. It's Dwarvish, mate. Oh, right. Sorry, I thought I heard something else. Don't I hear? Well, you're not uh, sleeping, oh, right? right. Fair, fair, sleeping fair, problems. Yeah, no, no, I have not passed a couple of days. Thanks, you get, Oh, it made me one. He's lovely. been keeping me up with his snores. No, you've been snoring. And you keep yourself up with uh, your own. So you wake his. yourself up. Like, I hear you. You're like, you're snoring away. And then you're like, you wake up. You're like, no, no just shut up, Uri. <laughs> and then it's like, no, it's not me snoring. You see, you woke yourself up, mate. 
Well, you didn't have to be rude about it. Yeah, he seems a little bit embarrassed about it. Yeah, all right. Oh, I'm just kidding, uh, mate. It's all good. Uh, well, I do snore. Not well, really I, yeah, yeah. Maybe I do wake myself up sometimes. Yeah, do you have anything for that? Stopping snoring? Any alchemical? Um, hmm. Uh, uh, look. Uh, uh, I'm looking. Look. Look. Where? No. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. All right, well, maybe no, there's no, like no, a doctor no, I can no, see or a no. priest or something in no, Eskidar no, we can no. talk to. Kind of pushing it here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you keep asking me for these things lately. Can I, what was it, fix the tank? Yeah. Make the medicine. Well, I fixed the we, tank. we just presume we that you have, like... Okay, let's just... I know, but remember, you asked well, me you're magically magical, fix the like, tank. You... Look, I know I can do some impressive things, Well, guys, we don't know. We don't know the limits of your, your experimentation and your magical powers, you know. Have, have you conclusively uh, actually ever decided or found out that you can't fix... Uh, broken glass like that. Well, no, I'm sure with some exactly. study I could. I could, There's probably not much I couldn't do without to put my mind to it. Yeah, but we, in the the moments, in the moments we had like an hour to fix uh, it. It's I just can't quit just, his talk. Well, well, I don't. I don't think he means it in that me way. This, like, I don't know how the magics me. work. I'm I assume you just kind of like you know sprinkle some salt over some stuff, wave your hands about, and magic happens. Yeah, say some mumbo jumbo. Well, there's. That some people can actually do yeah, it that way. Read, but I'm you have not to read your, enough. I have your to, book. And all I have that. to memorize a lot of complex calculations. Uh, There's uh, a lot of numbers No, no, no. We, we talked about this. We trigonometry. trigonometry. Ever heard of that? Calculus. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We did trigonometries. Yeah. I'll have to learn that. That's the one where you've got to draw triangles, right? No. It's much more complex than learning orcish, though. So yeah. maybe we leave that one for later. Right. Yeah. One skill at a time. Yeah, one one skill at a time. We're, we're doing, yeah, we're, we're we're learning each other's languages, native languages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh nice. you want to get some Talden in, uh, like, to teach us some words? Like, you was to be uh, had some like good good education before with like, what was that one we was wondering? Yeah, ones that make, make us sound like well impressive, well impressive. Ah, uh, one that make you sound you know, like, like you're up, impressive up there. Well, oh, well, impressive. Ooh. Uh, what have we got? Codula. 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 Cold raw. Codula. It's it's like a it's like an R sound. Make an R sound, but like crank curl your tongue at the same time. Codula. Codula. Oh, that was that was pretty close. Codula. What does it mean? Uh, it's a it's a type of fabric. Nobles Codula. So when we go into town, if I walk up, we'll find a Chaldorian trader and see if we can get some good, you know, clothing. I need a new shirt. You know, this thing's starting to stink. Oh, you know what? I could actually get a nice shirt for me and Eliza. I'm thinking about taking her out on a date in the town. Oh. Yeah. Well, we've had what. Zero things to do in Aberton, plus who the fuck wants to go out in town, Aberton? You know, and so I was thinking there might be some proper, yeah, like, that's true. you know, whether it's, you know, some specialty place from like Absalom, like a, a cook comes around, or possibly somewhere nice that's like, I don't know if what's better, Tolden or like Gaultish food. I'm not really well versed in that kind of thing, like mashed potatoes and sausages, that's great, but for a lady like Eliza, it might need a bit more than that. You know, just thinking. Yeah. Yeah, no. This um, well, good on you, funny for, well, yeah, you know, getting out there, doing it, yeah. doing it. You're doing it. Well, I thought it'd be nice, you know. But no. Oh, it would be nice. Well, thank I'm you. I'm sure it's gonna be nice. Hey, I was, 
Yeah, thank you. Do you want some like nice smell? Oh, you want some cologne? Oh, no, or no, hold up, hold up. No, no pranks, no pranks, no pranks. No, 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 not like that. I, I've got my own supply. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, oh. Yuri smelt it and he thought it was well impressive. He, oh. We actually wore it when we went to the Mad Bug. Yeah. Okay, okay. Quite <laughs> Drop nice. my memory. Did they? <laughs> was it? Did it smell good when they, what they wore? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, cool memory. I. Uh, uh, it was nice. I'm pretty sure. I think it was. Well, I think it. it had like you know, like a very, very like like one of those like soothing, it like almost like, like a, like a whiskey kind of smell. You know, well, it's like it's got that kind of edge to it, but it's kind of soothing. It was that kind of like almost like yeah, that kind of smell. It wasn't like a sharp smell. It was like a a gentleman's like bearded oil smell, leather yeah. and uh, leather whis- whiskey, and, bit of tobacco. And, and, you know, and, that kind and, of smell, and, and lacquered yeah. oak, yeah. oaky yeah. kind of scents. Oh, yeah, cool. So well, don't, enjoy that. But um, if I'm after something a bit more. Taldarian, then I'll come your way. Oh, cool. Um, I got to get back mm. to cleaning the kitchen. So, uh, good luck with your date then. Take a yeah. sheep's intestine. Well, and he walks oh, off. I think he means the sausages, right? Or does he mean for good luck? Well, just like, maybe it's a Tolden thing where you put <laughs> it in know. your pocket for good luck. Like on a first That's pretty date. much it. Oh, fuck, he's got good earring. <laughs> right. Never heard of that, but. Seems kind of gross. Yeah. Um, if you excuse me one sec, but I'm going to go talk to more Dave. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, no, it's just like, you know, uh, I didn't, I do, don't actually have trouble sleeping. Oh, right. This is actually for Cole, oh. uh, but I didn't think Kale would make it if I told him that you it know, was You know, that's probably a good call. So, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, sorted. Yeah. No, nah, that was <laughs> oh, actually, they'll put him out. Like, if he's been trouble sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. And I thought, like, you know, Make more Dane's life a little bit easier as well. Yeah. She said she'd been, Kale been, like Cole had been a little bit, just not disturbing, but she said he put his arm trying to keep himself awake. Oh, what a weird, I mean, he always was a weirdo, but it was a different kind of weird, like a slimy weird rather than a, yeah, I don't know, he's going to start, you know, killing us in a sleep weird. That's one of them. No, I don't think that. But anyway, I'll, I'll go see right. this and we'll get up and start wandering over to Mordain. Cool. Mordain's just sitting there very politely, like, eating her own meal. Um, she goes, ah, yes, Yuri, hello. G'day. Right. Uh, Are you collecting the cutlery for Kale? I'll be done in a second. Mm, well, it's actually about that matter we talked oh, about. Oh, right, yes, yes, no. And she kind of, like, looks around. It's like, like I, he kind of wandered off a little bit. but uh, He doesn't go far. But you, you have right. a solution? Uh, yes, precisely. And Uriel hand over the Oh, I get it. Right. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Um, And how much Um, of this? uh, I'm not sure. Maybe go, like, Kale didn't actually tell me how much to drink. Right. Maybe go, like, a couple of drops in his drink and see if that does him for tonight. And if it doesn't, well, then you just go the whole thing. Okay. All right. I will, uh, a few... A few drops. <laughs> a couple of drops. He normally has a warm glass of milk before he goes to bed. Yeah. Just because good. he usually leaves it. He makes it and then forgets about it and leaves it outside. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. Ritual for, right, thank you. Thank you for that. I'll, um, uh, fa- I'll drop a few drops yeah. in. Thank you. And she kind of gets up and hands you her plate of basically finished food and says, thank you for that. And wanders off towards her yeah. campsite. No worries. All right. If there's nothing else you guys will do, you turn down for the night, wake up in the morning, and you're back on the road the next day. So you guys start traveling early morning. Everything gets packed up. Everyone puts those things back on there. Quick change, and in a matter of like an hour or two, you're back on the road. The professor is at the front leading the train. 
And after about maybe three hours on the road, you guys start heading up a, like a, a hill and over the crest, you see Eskadar. You see this massive town, easily around 200, 2,000, maybe 3,000 buildings. You see multiple buildings in the center towering up into this, like towering up in the sky, maybe like four, no, actually probably closer to like, close to 10 feet tall. You see docks with ships coming in and out, carrying supplies. Feet or stories? Huh? Feet or uh, stories? stories. Like 10 yeah, feet okay. tall stories. Sorry. You see a massive chapel inside. Actually, hold up a sec. Ba, 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 ba. I have an image for you. Ba, ba. Ooh, very nice. You can see a massive um, monastery sitting on the western side of town. Um, you can hear the bells banging and jingling in the distance. You see what looks to be some kind of fort inside the castle walls, it's, uh, in, within the um, city walls itself, as well as an odd-shaped and strangely coloured building surrounded by water inside. But before you is your destination, the city of Eskadar. And I think that was where we should leave it this session. Finally here. Eskadar. Finally here. ba 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 ba